For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith, which comes by hearing and hearing the word of God, rightly divided here with power, authority, and conviction by Bishop Eddie Addy from the Macarius Church headquarters. This anointed teaching will challenge you, strengthen you, and equip you for a truly victorious life in the Lord. Be transformed as you listen. Give attention to my words. Hallelujah. Clapping for Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Let's bow our heads together and pray. Oh, yes. Thanks a million for this great opportunity. Whenever you appear before God, it's not by accident. The Bible says that blessed is he whom thou choosest and causes to approach unto thee mm. that they may experience the goodness of your house and even of your holy temple God is the one who has drawn us to himself and so we want to say thank you and then you want to ask yourself what do you have for me today what would you have me do my lord is there anything for which reason you have pulled me to yourself? Is there any reason for which you have brought me here? Oh yes, lift your voice and pray. You must leave this room today with a supernatural divine encounter. Yes. Lariko Savra Badeli Gadaha. Oh yes, it's never by accident. Will never be by accident. And so here we are, Lord, thanking you, blessing you, asking of you, what is it? What is the purpose? What is the reason? Thank you, Jesus. Now tell God, have your way in my life. Have your way in my life. Everybody, open your mouth and close your eyes and engage God engage God have your way in my life have your way in my life yes Lord Medowo nama sumuye Medowo medow Yesuwe nama sumuye Mede akoma niyabe
Father, we thank you for bringing us together again to be in your house with your people, praising you, thanking you, hearing your word, fellowshipping with your spirit, and fellowshipping one with another. We thank you. We appreciate your calling. We appreciate your drawing. Jesus said that except my father draws you, you cannot come. And that is why we appreciate your drawing in bringing us into your presence. This morning our hearts are open, our minds are alert, and we ask that Lord you will speak to our hearts and you will guide us in this life. For by your light we shall have light. And by your truth we shall walk in our liberty. We thank you today. Break every chain. Break every yoke of the enemy. Break every yoke of the oppressor. And let your people go free. We thank you Lord. In Jesus name. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. Hallelujah. My my, um, series is entitled Fruitfulness fruitfulness and uh, i actually began it last week at the second service last week we were blessed in this service to have pastor david samuel visiting with us and ministering beautifully in this service i believe now he, he should be in manila and probably has finished preaching i think they are about three or five hours ahead of us eight hours yeah, Manila is now 5.14 p.m. Why is AA? <laughs> what are you going to do about it anyway? <laughs> That's how it is. So, um, we are blessed. Now today we are looking at fruitfulness. Why? Because everybody God related with all the people he related with, um, he charged them to be fruitful. Right from Adam, he told Adam, he blessed him and said, God blessed them and said, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth. He commanded the same to Abraham. He said, I'll make you exceeding fruitful. Fruitful. When he says fruit, we mean his people should be a lot. That's what he means. So when he called Abraham, he called him to build a nation for himself. And he said, they must be numerous. And continue to charge his children from Isaac to Jacob and Jacob to Joseph that they must be fruitful. And then... Um, Finally, we would say that to every believer, he says, we must be fruitful. In Colossians 1.10, the Bible says, that ye might walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. So when you are in Christ, you know, some people just have a leaning towards just coming to church. It's like I'm part of the church. I attend church regularly. But 
If you follow God and you are a bit serious, you are not just a church goer. There's a, there's a particular category of people, they are called church goers. They just go to church. But the church doesn't go into them. So if you are just a little bit serious, and let's say you have taken God a bit seriously, one of the things you must immediately embrace is that you must become fruitful in every good work. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 10 says that we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God has before ordained that we should walk in them. So, you see, even when you are a little bit serious, if I quote a scripture like this, you will write it. So, many Christians have stopped being serious with God. And I just, maybe the church becomes more like a society, a place where maybe like if you want to have a wedding, then, you know, sometimes you find people attending church regularly because their wedding is coming up. <laughs> you, you, or they can sense death coming so they are coming to church regularly so that at least they will have a fitting burial it's not as important where you are buried and how you are buried as in how you resurrect after the bible calls a second resurrect like when you die you will resurrect and you would um you would come to know that life is not just what we see. Life is beyond what you see. Human beings are not just living like chickens. Chickens, their head is very small, so their brain inside too must be very small. So they never ask each other that, why is this owner of this poultry farm feeding us so nicely? What's the reason? You see, if they were to have asked such a question, I'm sure that it must, might have brought them some salvation. It's like every year and then every Christmas their number reduces. And nobody asks such a question that, ah, so how come this particular time of the year we almost get finished? And then they feed us, feed us, feed us, feed us, feed us. Ah, why are they feeding us? And some of our brothers who, who are taken from here, where do they go? Do you see? Are they in heaven or they are in hell? Or are they on somebody's plate? Or they are transferred to another poultry farm? You see, but we human beings are made in the image of God. And we have more intelligence than poultry or chickens. And the, the reality is that there is something beyond here and every human being must ask himself why am I here? and then where am I going from here? do you see? these are important questions why, where am I going? Like if I finish my life here okay you should ask yourself that you've been going for funerals now your question should be that so when I am at a funeral the people who are there and are buried at Awudome or Osu Cemetery or Medina. Medina also has a cemetery, isn't it? In Samampum. Yes. And then or Ebri uh, uh, Mampon Cemetery. Or which other cemetery? Gethsemane. Yes. 
Because sometimes when you go to Gethsemane, the place is so beautiful, so nice. It's like the, the London of cemeteries. In terms of where people are buried, it's like the US, New York of cemeteries. So it's as if when you are buried there, wow, what a great burial you have had. What a nice burial. But you should ask yourself that, is, where, is that the end? Is the grave the end? It's when you are put in the grave, is that the end of you? And the answer is no. The answer is no. The answer is no. The grave is not the end. There is life from here. Jesus told us graphically. So my point to you today is that while you live, you must concern yourself with fruits. Because in this life, what I may say may not be applauded. Neither will it be reported in the news. The fruits you are bearing or what you are doing in God. But God requires fruits from us. God desires that as you live, you will not just be there on your own. And die and have a burial for yourself. But that by the time it is over You would have contributed To the nation that he is building A nation of people A nation of priests A peculiar people A holy nation God is building a house A lively house And we are the living stones And his, his requirement is for everyone To make great contributions To what God is building And I know that you are one of such contributors so let me just give you some uh, scriptures and then afterwards I'll give you some two or three points and say one or two things and then we close in Luke chapter 6 verse 43 he says for a good tree bringeth not forth corrupt fruit Neither doth a corrupt tree bring forth good fruit. For every tree is known by his own fruit. For of thorns men do not gather figs, nor of a bramble bush gather they grapes. Every tree is known by his own fruits. Matthew chapter 7 verse 16 He says ye shall know them by their fruits do men gather grapes of thorns or figs of thistles even so every good tree bringeth forth good fruit but a corrupt tree bringeth forth evil fruit a good tree cannot bring forth good fruit Every tree that bringeth not forth good fruit is hewn down and cast into the fire. Wherefore, by their fruits ye shall know them. So number one, you are identified by your fruits. You are what? I cannot hear you. You are what? You are located and identified 
by your fruits. Once you see mango, a mango tree, or you see fruits on on a tree, mango fruits on a tree, what will you say? It's a mango tree. Once you see such fruits, you know directly that that's the tree you are dealing with. And so the Bible says that every tree is known by his fruits. And every believer is identified a true believer by his fruits. By his fruits. By the fruits you bear, we can say you are a believer. That is why many people get disappointed. And they say that, oh, I married somebody in Macarius, Bishop, your church, one of your sons. But, Bishop, he's an, he's a, he's an Opo man, he's an Apache. He's a 419 man. Because many times when people are courting, and, or they are locating or trying to locate or identify a good person to marry, they don't consider the things that we talk about. They are always looking at the, the height of the girl or how slim her body is. Or if it's a man, they are looking at the type of car he drives, where he works, how he takes them for lunch. Now, there are some boys who can take you for lunch, but they actually don't have money. The money they are using to session you are borrowed monies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has done quick loan. He owes MTN. The other day I sent somebody a momo. He said, hey, Bishop, welcome me. <laughs> Bishop, you've killed me. Yeah, 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 yeah. That number, I don't use it for momo again. <laughs> Do you know why? Because he has borrowed money on that line and has and doesn't want to pay. So he has changed his number to a new one, which he uses for making calls and whatsapp so when you do momo for him the momo for that number that you know is not his momo number it's a it's a it's a number for it's a debt paying number so when i sent because i had that number of him and i assumed that because he calls me on it eh, his momo is on it but not knowing that his momo is not on that number his momo is another number yes well he doesn't use that number anymore for momo because if he puts any momo number on it mtn will disappear will cause it to disappear because he has borrowed so much some i don't even know why mtn gives so much loan why are they giving you loan when you are not paying Uh, because they believe you pay one day ah Or somebody will make a mistake and send and then they know how to collect. So I tell you, he lost that money. And I said, I will not send you any more money. Because me, I intended to give you this amount and that's what I've given. So I'm not giving anything again. He said, she, I've lost. <laughs> Ask your neighbor, do you owe MTN? Do you have some quick loans you have not finished paying? So you may find somebody who has these type of manifestations. Oh, because some, some ladies you like, take me out. Let's go here. 
take me here let's go here it's like open blowing of time let's go and eat here oh have you heard of honeysuckle I hear their chicken wings are very nice let's go there <laughs> some girls like this type of life <laughs> this type of life <laughs> and some boys too this is their life every day there is somewhere to go oh, there is some fufu place be. Uh, say there is uh, uh, where every Fufu place at Mampong. Jesus. Oti Accra. You are in Accra. You are you are able to travel to Mampong for Fufu and come back. Hey. So you may find a guy taking you to these type of places and you may think you are enjoying life, but 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 girl. <laughs> girl one day you will see that it's not that's not what is important that's not what is important that's what you will see that do you have a job do you go to work every day you never ask such a question does he bath does he bath regularly you've never asked such a question does he owe people that is he running away from police? You will never ask that question. Oh, we went to they have a buki or buki or somewhere Usu. They have a place. Buka. 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 You are going to Buka. You are going to Mampong. You are going to where? Achiansa. Mampong. Achiansa. East Legon guest house. To go and eat banku. Some people eat achiansa fufu and uh, banku at East Legon guest house. And then that Vida Cafe place, there's some local uh, restaurant. Asenka, is it Asenka? Eh? Mama's Kitchen. Azmera. Ghana for Ediane. Edidie. Then after you have married, when now the person cannot pay electricity bills, and now the person can't give chop money, then you see that you have backed the wrong horse. All that, this type of where he gets a phone call and he disappears from you for some time and reappears, you don't ask that, who are you calling? What are you calling about? Who is calling you? Who is the person? Why do you have to run away to collect the call when I'm with you? You want to ask such questions. When he goes, then you're also on your phone. Oh, you've come here. Oh, good. Good to see you again. Then you just be there. The brain does not ask questions. You don't think far. So, then why you now marry? Say, hey. When we are in the room, he gets a call, he goes to the bathroom to go outside. I don't know what he's talking about, and he's talking undertone. I never hear what he's saying. It's now that you are finding it important, but when you were beloved, those saying, you didn't think it as something important. And that's why we are also saying that there are fruits 
and there are things of a person they identify who the person truly is when you see them you know the type of person you are dealing with every tree is known by his fruits I saw a pastor giving I don't know whether I was 17 points on questions you must ask before you say yes one of them was what is his relationship with soap and water <laughs> I've never thought about it but when I heard it I said wow that's a very good question yes and then another question was that the car he's bringing to pick you up and down is it his own or his father's own if somebody is using his father's car it's not his car or company car is not his car hey please I'm preaching on fruitfulness I think I want to stay with my points I'm trying to I think the message is disturbing some people let me just let me just change and just do something number two you are evaluated by your fruits you are evaluated assessed by the fruits that you bear yes it is impossible for oranges to bear apples no matter the speeches the explanations you make your fruits reveal who you really are if you have uh, all to all this book is called fruitfulness it's, it's free downloaded on your phone or ipad and after church you can so that you don't have to even you can write the notes in your uh in your what do you call that your ebook your ibooks or ebooks or whatever your phone phones are not used for only whatsapp and photos they are also used for doing bible study very important and put it on flight mode so that nobody will be texting you for you to be distracted or for you to be watching football scores mm. City has won already. You don't have to read the news after. It's not that you are supporting City. I thought you said you were in Chelsea. <laughs> but me, I'm like that too. The team that wins is my team. I don't like. I don't like the one. I didn't even watch the match. I don't have to bother myself. Like the one who wins is my team. That's how I live. Huh. I follow that signal and there are some of you you are now checking what's the latest news on the victory and what reactions fans what are people saying now Ah, stay with the word please we are preaching in the bible so please if you have an ipad a phone smartphone after church the desk will be at the back there these books are downloaded free of charge for you they are our preaching notes so i'm preaching from fruitfulness page eight i I mean if you have uh, this one is physical if you go on your what what page are you on you are on page 10 okay you are on page 11 it depends on the the size some people's own to the 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 words are very big so they are on page two (laughs) page seven or it's so big that you're on page 45 yes you are evaluated by your fruits that is why god expects fruits from us 
Because it is by your fruits that you are known. You are assessed. If you want to analyze somebody, is he a good person? Is he a believer? Not everybody who is in church is a believer. I can tell you that for free. Not everybody who holds the Bible and who comes to church is a proper Christian. The Bible says that when Moses was born, they saw that he was a proper child. A proper child, like somebody who is genuine and real and true. Is he a proper believer? Or he's just here to look for one of the nice sisters to marry? Don't people know that at least HIV there is likely that you don't have once you are in church, hopefully, by the grace of God. So when they go and room, 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 and they want to settle down, no, Abba, sorry, but if you man, see, 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 oh, hey, that girl is very nice. Hey, the one in the choir. Hey, the one who was dancing at, at Fresh Lilies. Hey, she must be a very nice wife. Share. That's how most of you choose things. The size of breast, size of buttocks, size of eyes shape of head a lady said to me she said hey bishop hey, what I don't like his head is big Wait, if your child has this head and is coming you, you will struggle to give birth hey hmm? double December may God have mercy on your mouth that is saying double December. <laughs> December head. Why do they call it December head? Eh? December to remember. Anyway. Uh, it's like headmaster. <laughs> Mercy. So, assess by the fruits when God looks at you are you a genuine believer are you a true Christian then you should bring forth fruits that go with Christianity hmm? look at uh, I have various verses on this but let me just give you the one that I've put down here it's um Beautiful. Are you there still or you've gone home? Matthew chapter 3. John the Baptist. He is. He's preaching. And the people come to him. And when he saw many of the Pharisees and Sadducees come to his baptism, he said unto them, O generation of vipers, who hath warned you to flee from the wrath to come? Bring forth therefore fruits meet for repentance. That means you have to bring forth fruits that go with repentance. That match your new status. There are some 
things when you do, they show that you are changed. So when you saw the Pharisees and Sadducees come say, you must bring forth fruit, meat for repentance. That means that fruits or things you must do that show that you have repented. Well, many people say they are Christians. Many people say they go to church. Many people say, oh, they are in the Macau. And sometimes people use my name, me, my name. Am I Jesus Christ? Did I die for you? Did I shed my blood for you? So, I have bishop, I'm bishop. I go to Bishop Eddie's church. You go to Bishop Eddie's church. Is Bishop Eddie Jesus Christ? Hmm? I'm in the Macarius Cathedral. You can be in the Macarius uh, Basilica. But you have to bring forth fruit. There are some things that are required of you. And God is calling on you. That your assessment is based on your fruits. And then finally. You are a mystery without fruits. When a tree has no fruits. It is difficult to tell what you are dealing with is it a mango because there are some trees that look like mangoes but they are not mango tree but they don't bring forth mango trees is it an orange tree is it just a shade tree many years ago i planted a mango tree in my house hey more than 10 years i never saw one fruit so i concluded that this fruit, this tree, I don't know what type of fruit brought it forth, but I concluded it was not a good tree. So I decided to just use it as a shade tree to pack cars under. Never gave me mango, one mango. One day I just cut it down. I said, now dear, your shade is too much and you have become too big and you are spoiling my pivot blocks. So Out. Every tree that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. So let's ask ourselves a question. What type of fruits is God requiring of you? And I have two types. And then after that, I think my service, my preaching will come to an end on that note. Two types. Number one, first type. What type of fruits is God expecting? Hebrews 12, 11 says, now no chastening for the present seemeth to be joyous but grievous nevertheless afterward it yieldeth the peaceable fruit of righteousness righteousness good fruits of righteousness it is expected of a believer God expects fruits that show repentance. That show righteousness is in place here. That you are now a different person. The guy who used to steal mobile phone when he came to church. Now when he comes to church and he sees mobile phone. He takes it and he asks that somebody has left his mobile phone. I don't know who it belongs to. But at first he would have taken it. Hey. The guy who is out to deceive that girl and that girl and that girl and the one he's working with, he doesn't intend to marry her. And that even as he's with her, he's considering somebody else. 
when now he says he's born again, he's a child of God, it is some fruits are fruits of righteousness are expected of such a person, and that we will now see that now if he's walking with a girl, that's the only one. But there are people, they are in the choir, they are dancers, they are ashes, they may even be pastors. Hey, you find them having more than one at a time, <laughs> or more than they can carry. Yes. So when God looks at you, the Bible says that no chastening or correction is joyous or pleasant. But afterward, it yields the peaceable fruit of righteousness. And Paul told the people, he said, you have to change. In fact, I like the way he put it in Luke. In the book of Luke. Let's turn to Luke chapter 3. I, I like the way you see John was preaching and the people came and um, he was talking a lot <laughs> yes and uh, he was preaching and he said um, very good he said bring forth therefore fruit verse 8 worthy of repentance and begin not to say within yourself that we have Abraham to our father exactly what I was saying that don't say I go to Bishop Eddie's church don't say we have Abraham as our father don't say that oh my 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 bishop is Bishop Dagwood Mills you can call Bishop Dagwood Mills you can call Abraham your father but you have to show fruit meet for repentance some people like to call names oh our bishop is my friend Archbishop is your friend. You see, this type of... And some people think that once I call them personally, or that they have my phone number, or I have their phone number, it's like, what do have in a year? <laughs> this type of things where people say that when you are going to church and you meet a white man, go home, you have met God already. You see, these are talks that should never sit in your head. So that you too feel that once you know the bishop, Bishop has laid hands on me before. Bishop has called me to his office. Have you been to Bishop's office before? I've been there. I've sat on his chairs. Bishop, very powerful. Oh, my bishop. Hey, my bishop. You can my bishop. You can my bishop. You can thy bishop. You can his bishop. You can their bishop. Whatever you can. Oh, bishop. Oh, my bishop. A bishop is a good man. Bishop, my bishop. You can wrap me with your bishop. But he was saying that you don't say that we have Abraham to our father. You have Abraham to your father is not a good excuse. It's not a good something to base your life on forever. Abraham is your father and so what? Abraham is your father and so what? Bishop Eddie is your bishop and so what? Pope can be your pastor. The Pope can even be your pastor. But it's not a good thing to just base your life upon he says bring forth therefore fruits worthy of repentance (laughs) and begin not to say within yourselves that we have Abraham to our father you can have Abraham to your father but you have to bring forth fruit meat for repentance for I say unto you that God is able to 
God is able of these stones to raise up children unto Abraham. Then after that, listen to the question they asked. And he said, he rebuked them. He said, now the axe is laid unto the root of the trees. Every tree therefore which bringeth not forth good fruit is hewn down and cast into the fire. You, when we come and find out, you, you, you will explain to me what it means to be cast into the fire. Next verse. And the people asked him saying, you see like I'm saying, you should ask questions. Intelligent people ask questions. You should ask the question like they are saying, what shall we do then? If we don't have to name drop Abraham. If we don't have to say we belong to Macarius Church. If, we don't, if our membership is important, is good, but it's not so, it's not the thing that is important. What should we do? Then he told them, he categorized the people. He said to, he answered and said, he that had two coats, let him impart unto him that had not. He was trying to say that, do good things. Because at that time, Christ had not died. So they didn't know how to give their hearts to God. Verse, next verse, verse 12, verse 12. Then came also publicans. So now he has addressed the Pharisees. Now he's addressing publicans to be baptized. And he said, what master, what shall we do? They also asked, what shall we do? And then what answer did he give them? He said, exact no more than that which is appointed you. It's like, I think publicans are tax collectors. So don't over-invoice. Yes. Don't under-invoice and over-invoice. Don't exact too much. Don't charge people more than you should. Some of you, if you are in somebody's shop and a, a, a person can, when you look at his dressing and his car, his price is different. Well, you know that the other will be a better. Or... You say that the, the machine is not working, so you are using your calculator. So now he collected six, you made it twelve. He collect he, he bought four, you made it six. He bought three, you made it six. So now you have added that thing. You then you give him a price. So he's trying to say that if you say you have repented, uh, this is how you are supposed to be. Hey. It's not easy to be a Christian, I should tell you. It's not easy to be a Christian. Those of you who think that you can be a Christian and do everything you want to do, I tell you that it's not easy like that. And when you are, you are just doing whatever you want and doing it anyhow and you are not feeling bad, it ma- you must ask yourself that, who am I? What type of tree am I? Because this type of tree that is bearing this fruit is foreign to the word of God. Next one. Verse 14. He says, and the soldiers also came. And demanded of him saying, and what shall we also do? You see, everybody is asking a question. You are in church, you never ask questions. What shall we do? So we too, what should we do? What, what is going to, what, what should happen to us? Then he told the soldiers that, and, and what shall we do? And he said to them, do violence to no man. Neither accuse any falsely and be content with your wages. <laughs> hey! Don't fight, don't take up arms and fight for Alawa. Hey, this is serious. So, different categories, you can see that it's like, look, if you say you have repented, this is what is expected. That's why the Bible says that you too, if you say you have changed this, a Christian wife should be different from an unbeliever wife. 
And a Christian husband should be different from an unbeliever husband. If you are a Christian husband, look. Provision and chop money eh, should not be an argument back and forth that we exchange every day. It's like, uh, well, I give you chop money. So when is the chop money comes out, it will come. It will come when it will come. Meanwhile, when you come home, you're expecting food to eat. One day, one of my daughters said that, Bishop, you have to tell your sons that you collect your daughters from them so that they behave well. <laughs> I say, hey. I say, eh. If I threaten them, they will change. She said, yes, because tell them that now you take your daughters from them so that they will learn sense. Hey. I don't know whether I have that power, but if it can work, I'm telling you, brothers, I'll collect my daughters from you. <laughs> <laughs> behave yourself before I collect my daughters from your hand <laughs> are you listening to me yes Christian husband eh? I should say it you see <laughs> Christian husband money should flow <laughs> it should flow, isn't it? Yes. It should flow like water. Hey! <laughs> Every day your water has been turned off. You are not building. There's no building anywhere, but we can't see the money. Hey! Some of you brothers should let your wife be the financial controller of the house. Because she's a better manager at the money than you are. You don't have to clap even, I don't mind. But I'm saying it. Yes. Well, if the money is left with you, we don't know what happens, it just finishes. And it's a lot of money too. And I can show you people who earn even one-tenth of what you earn. And they are saving money. And you cannot save anything. You can't buy land. You can't pay rent. You can when it's rent time, it's like you, you have to tell your wife to go to the mother or tell your wife to go to the father to get money from your father-in-law, your mother-in-law before they can pay for the rent. Now if you are the you are the head of the house. Let me say this one, even if it affects all of you, that when you are a Christian husband, you can't have a girlfriend. Yes. You are texting other girls. Other girls in the church have your time. They are, they are chatting you up on WhatsApp, on video. They are checking up on you. They are doing Snapchat. You are on video, iPhone, iMessage. What do you call that one? FaceTime. Yes, but you don't have time for your wife. Yes. When you come home, you squeeze your face. 
If she needs anything, she has to send you a text. Because it's only your text that you can read. When she approaches you, sharp answers. Meanwhile, that's not how you talk to the girls in the church. To the girls in the church, oh, hello. Oh, wow. You are looking heavy, oh. Hey. Meanwhile, you never tell your wife that you are looking heavy. You are looking beautiful. You are looking nice. Oh, baby. I, there's no, you are the only sugar in my tea. I shouldn't say it. You have made your toilet your second office. You go there to make calls and send text messages and video calls. Yes. Brothers, you say you are beloved, those in the sister, but you don't text her, you don't call her. Rather, the people you say you are not beloved, those in, you are texting, you are calling, you walk with them, you are with them. But when you are in church, you don't walk with the one you say is a beloved. She, she, so you don't walk with her in town in public you don't introduce her to your friends you are ashamed of her in public it's a mystery you are a mystery if we don't know the fruits you are bearing I thought by now I'll be getting offerings from the sisters and the Lord. I've changed my mind if you are a Christian wife a Christian wife you must be a different person from an unbeliever wife yes talk to your husband as though you are from the village nonsense you've been insulting your husband and you are not strong too sure you are always shouting in the house you don't respect you, you, are, you are so disrespectful as somebody who lives in the village you don't know how to say please you don't know how to say excuse me you know how to say thank you you know you know how to say oh would you, what what food should i make for you? you don't know how to ask questions about what food would you like food is ready food is ready when he comes and he looks at the food it's like when he, he takes one to one to his four then when he goes outside you see him eating hey this man likes food like this. But how come he doesn't eat in the house? Because Adriana, he can't even say that there's no salt in the food. What do you mean by there's no salt? I put salt inside. Ah, now I don't know what to do to please you again. You see, you are a villager. We are Krasinipa. Shameful beloved is what you are. When I was preaching for you, you didn't give me any offering. Thank you very much. Brothers are given. When you are a Christian wife, I tell you, 
you must learn how to service your husband be a sex guru be a very athletic and acrobatic and sessionable girl why you're a lady in the house we are expecting better fruits from a christian wife You tell your husband that you are not a slave queen. Pasia. You should never make such a statement in the house that you are not a slave queen. I'm not a slave queen. I'm not a slave queen. Nonsense. You must be a slave queen for your husband. You must be his slave queen. You must slay him every day. Guy, no crowd, mommy volume. Hey, mommy volume, I'm preaching message. What now you say? What? You have sent the offering. Very good. Brothers are mumuing the money. When we come for sex, now the heart is a timber. You don't call his name. You've never called his name before when you are in bed with him. Silly girl. Change your ways. Be a proper girl. Do acrobatics. Give him stars. Yen show. Slay him in the house. Now I'm collapsing in the bed. He can't even go to work. You don't make yourself nice. You are in the house with him tomorrow saying. And I wouldn't have one out, shower. No, you are chewing stick, and I'm you throw saliva. Then the saliva will go through your teeth. Ah, village girl, why did they bring you to Accra? They should have left you at the Tranaba place at the village. Even some husbands cannot shout because of the way you are. If he shouts, you close up in the house. It's like, hey, when I went bishop with preaching, look at we're shouting. You, you make people think that I'm that type of girl. Hey, sister, shut up and listen to the preaching that I'm preaching. Allow your husband to say amen and give offering. A lot of Christian wives are poor sex partners, sexual partners. Good mama, you are lucky my girl they didn't come today. Because our assignment to be a baby, she couldn't come. You go and marry a Christian wife, why you mistake? Well, you see, a husband has to masturbate before he can enjoy himself. Because the heart is a timber, or the heart is a pillowcase. She won't do anything. The smelling of food from the kitchen. Not the abad damn paso. She doesn't want to bother. I'm tired. Ah! On top of that, because you talk by heart. Look at how your body is smelling. Your armpit is smelling. Everywhere is smelling. You've gone up and down. You woke up to go and cook in there. From early morning you started cooking. You are finished. You won't bath. Come and lie on the bed. 
with your smelly body with onions garlic pepper everything now the dampen i don't know why my husband doesn't want to touch who will touch you who even an arm rubber background touch you watchman he will not look at you twice then you put some duku on your head that that duku hey are you watching tiktok hey not in check listen to the preaching yes look at the hair do you have brought to church when we see you in the house you look like some i mean even jhs student christ nicer than you it's as if say when you are in the house there he should take you it's like just as i am without one plea but that thy blood was shed for me and that thou bids me come to thee oh lamb you don't listen to my preaching your marriage will not work I'm not cursing you, but your mind because these are the simple, simple things that makes a husband happy. You won't do. No, your whole tam tam time when you are going on. Why your own strap? Hello. All your niceness is outside. Now they are with your pictures are two status. When you see your husband, he sees you in the house. He doesn't want to look at you because you look so obnoxious. On top of that, your food is not nice. You won't learn how to cook. Today on YouTube, there are several Ghanaian dishes and people who cook Ghanaian dishes very well. They have, they have, eh? Sweet ajeli. Okay. There are many, 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 many of them. They have, they will tell you, take two cups of this, one cup of this, two teaspoons of this. Pepe, pepe. Also, pepe instructions. You don't want anybody to instruct you. In Tihuana, why you are home, madam? And so, madam, no show. Madam, no show. Madam, no show. Madam, no show. Ask your nearest girl, are you a madam, no show? Can't cook. Doesn't know how to cook. Even tea. Tea. Only Milo. Anyway, please. That's, that's the first set of fruits. Good fruits. Good behavior. Yes. Somebody has married you. You didn't marry him. Did you take anything to go and ask for your husband's hand in marriage? Like you took snap. Um, are you warning him? Ah, okay. I was just checking. Did you take any cloth? Did you add powder? What about uh, Nku cream? Did you didn't take any drinks? What about shirts to go and ask for his hand in marriage? Were you not in your father's house? That they came to your father's house and your father even gave him an away name. What was the away name your father? Mali. Yes. <laughs> yes. For coming to marry his away daughter. Yes. And he brought what did he bring? Cloth, jewelry, 
What? Ubi so ubi say what? You you don't you don't remember because it doesn't mean much to you. A ring and everything. And today, Bible. Today, people are calling you Mrs. Jamfi. Yeah, Mrs. Jamfi. Yeah. What is expected of you? Good fruits. A commensurate behavior that is appropriate for a Christian wife. Muti be wari mo no ma sro, no ma shishe, no ma ye matin tim, no ma ye tavi. Hey, nice girls oh, who am we take them home? Eh, Kai, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. You see the ma- they don't hate oh, they don't hate with, but the math when they release one thing like this. When you are in the car, you see that the car nobody coma to your destination. It's a knockout punch. But we are saying that bring forth fruit, fruit meat for repentance, good behavior, good things. Yes, good respect. All we need just a little respect. Obuoka krabi. When your children are in the house, you don't shout at your husband. Where did you learn that thing from? Shouting at your husband in front of the children. You don't respect, you are not grateful. I'm also, I'm also, you are also what? You are also what? You are proud. That's what you are. You are proud. And you are a very nice girl, but you are not a good person to marry. Me, if I had my choice, I'll tell your husband to leave you. Yes. If I had my way, but I can't say that I'm a bishop and I'm a pastor in the church. I cannot say your husband should leave you. Hey, please. It's not a good thing to say to a church member. Until you never, I would have collected my son from you. By now, you should have been bathing him. Yeah. Yes. Bath him. Oh, say his armpit smells. Then show him how to bath it. So you bath him, bath him, bath him, and bath everywhere. Oh, sorry, a baby, 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 baby. Have you, don't you bath your babies? Well, have you bathed your baby before? This is your baby, baby, baby. Have you bathed him before? You should be bathing him. He'll be he will sleep from like a baby. God, he's your baby. Yes. Brothers, am I not preaching nice to you? Now oh my offering. Now what you are now? Preaching good, preaching good. <laughs> Clap for Jesus. Let's finish on this note. Let's finish. The next set. So this is the set of fruits of good behavior and good things that God expects of you. So if you are a believer, these are good fruits of righteousness. The next set. I show you. Romans chapter 1. Now I would not have you ignorant. Brethren, that oft times I pepped to come unto you but was let hitherto or was not allowed that I might have some fruit 
among you also, even as among other Gentiles. Paul was writing to the Romans that I wanted to come to you, I was not allowed. But my intention was so that I can have some fruit among you. What does it mean? 1 Corinthians 16, 15 says, I beseech you, brethren, he, he, he explains it here. He says, ye know the house of Stephanas, that it is the first fruits of Achaia, and that they have addicted themselves to the ministry of the saints. 1 Corinthians 16, 15. The household of Stephanas, that it is the first fruits it's like these are the people I warned, the first who responded to the message of salvation. And so he called them first fruits. Because human beings can be your fruits. Human beings can be your fruits in God. First Corinthians 4.15, Paul wrote to the church in Corinth, he said... Although you have 10,000 instructors, yet you don't have many fathers. For in Christ Jesus, I have begotten you through the gospel. So when you have a believer who doesn't have the fruit of righteousness and also doesn't have the fruit of of souls that he is winning and giving birth to in Christ then you don't probably have a believer because by their fruits you shall know them maybe even the first type of fruits may be easier to, for you to relate with and more commonly people talk about but this one where he says that for though you have 10,000 instructors, he says, for in Christ Jesus, I have begotten you, it's like I have given birth to you, I have brought you forth, you are my fruits. And Paul said that these are the first fruits of Achaia, the town of Achaia, the people responded first to my gospel, are these people in the household of Stephanas. So I call them my first fruits. Where are your fruits? Where are your fruits? Where are your fruits? Because as for even righteousness, we can know that it's a process work in progress. We are trying and we will keep trying and God give us grace to be perfect by the time we are going. But what about the fruits where you too are extending yourself to win somebody for Jesus and bring him forth like Paul said, I brought you forth in the gospel. Maybe to you it doesn't mean anything. And I'll tell you why. It doesn't mean much. Most of us don't bear this type of fruit because we don't have a good estimate of what a soul is. Maybe if somebody is a good person who is kind, who is generous, you can see him as somebody that when you marry, he'll be generous to you, he'll be good to you, he'll be kind to you, he'll have you as his only wife, have you as your only husband, and on all those things, and be respectful and all those things. So it's like, it's easy to see that. You like to see that somebody you are going to marry is not somebody who is a womanizer. 
You would like to see those fruits from somebody who is, is not an Apache. Yes. He's not a thief. He's not an armed robber. He, he has a legitimate job and can look after you. But what about the fruits of giving birth to others? Most of us don't have a good estimate of what a soul is. May God have mercy on our souls. In Mark chapter 8 verse 36. He says, for what shall it profit a man <laughs> if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? A soul is a human being. Every human being, the Bible says that when God formed Adam, he breathed into his nostrils and he became a living soul. A living soul. You are a living soul. And that soul, it never dies. It's the part of God that is in you that has taken you a shape of you that makes you unique. It never dies. And that soul will live forever. That soul will continue living when this body falls into the ground. This body is the outer shell in which that living soul dwells. And when this body falls down, that soul continues to live. And Jesus showed us when he talked about the rich man and Lazarus. And he made us see that the rich man, he died. And he went to hell. And in hell, he lifted his eyes. I thought they buried his eyes at Gethsemane. I thought they buried by it. Let, let Lazarus dip the tip of his finger and cool my tongue. I thought his tongue was in the head that was put in the grave. But it's a living soul. So that living soul has all those features. Yes. And in hell, you will see that the soul feels just like your skin feels. Your, the soul feels even more because there are things that your soul can feel, your body cannot feel. No, sometimes I say, I'm depressed. Your body doesn't feel the depression. It's your soul that is not well. When your heart broken, somebody disappoints you and your heart is broken, it is your soul that is not well. Your soul is sick. Your soul is not well. There are sicknesses. But Jesus came to save our souls. He came to save our souls. He came to perfect God's power in us. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And that is why salvation is so important. And that is why everybody, when God looks at you, He is expecting fruits from you. Fruits of righteousness and of souls that you are busy about. Church work is busy about souls. Our currency in the church or what we deal with is souls. Everybody must find himself active about something concerning a soul. A soul. Let June and July tilt your mind to this part of the fruits that I expected of you. Oh my God, let me be fruitful. I don't want to be a fruitless Christian. I don't want to just come to church and sit in the pew. And I don't want to just sit down there. When, I'm, when I finish, I sat down. They preached to me. I was blessed. I felt so happy. But when I left, I never thought about another person. Paul, he went to Achaia. He said, when I got to Achaia, the household of Stephanas, they, they responded 
connected to the gospel, they are my first fruits. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. What shall it profit a man? Maybe it doesn't mean much to you, but the soul of a person is more valuable. The Bible says that what shall it profit a man if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? It's like you have all the money in the world. You have all the lands in the world. You have all the buildings in the world. You have all the cars in the world. You have all the, all the lakes belong to you. All the hotels belong to you. And yet when you lose your soul, the Bible says that what have you gained? Maybe in this world it will, it will mean a lot when you are the owner of a nice hotel, five star hotel. When you live, you own 10 of the houses at Trasaku. It will be beautiful. It's nice. And I pray for you that you can own something. But what is the use of all that? When your soul is lost, that's why people who are rich but they don't know God and are not rich towards God in terms of the position of their soul, God looks at them and says, what a fool he is. You have got all these things and, and you should ask yourself a question if you are a rich man. That what, have I, what, 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 what should I do? A rich man came to Jesus and Jesus said, go and sell everything you have and come and follow me. And the man couldn't do it. Because the Bible says he had great possession. When you have a lot of things, you don't easily respond. You feel that it's not important. What is important is my money. But ask yourself again. When you die, who whose will the money be? All those who are acquiring money should always ask yourself a question that so as I'm busy about you can't even have time to enjoy the money. Ask yourself a good question. Oh. What's your question? And you too, you are not rich. And you that are not rich too, you are not asking yourself any question. You are not a rich man. You are not, okay, maybe you are not rich, you are also not poor. Oh, no. You are here and there. I mean, as I are in between. But you should also be asking yourself a question. What must I do? The people ask John, what should we, what, what must we do? What should we do? And my, my little answer for you is to concern yourself with the salvation of souls. A soul? What soul? A soul? Any soul? Any soul in this world is more valuable than lands. Any soul in this world is more valuable than houses. It is Christ who showed us the value of a soul. God, you didn't go to the valuation school to learn the value of a soul. And I think in tech, you have the land economy or land, what is it called? land economy. Land economy. It's, a, it's a whole course. And you become valuers of lands. So when you, you are buying land, they have all these people who come and they come and value a land or they come and value a property. If you want to sell your house, you need a valuer. Somebody who knows the value of things. Because somebody buying will say that, ah, but this area, I mean, it's an old area. Nobody wants to live here. If you are selling your house, you should give it to me for 20,000 Ghana cities. He said, hey. First of all, you don't know what it means to have put up that house. If you are putting up that same house in today's terms. Where one block is about 7 Ghana cities. 7 Ghana cities and 50 pesos, including transport. 
including transport. The transport is 50 pesos. They have 50. And the 6 inches is 8.5. And cement is 95. You don't even know what it means. So you don't know the value of building even a wall. Like this wall that was built. This wall that they broke down and had to build it again. You don't know what it means. It's a lot of unfortunate money that is going down the drain for the government. Because somebody didn't do due diligence to ensure that we shouldn't... I mean, you can see as they've made the gutter that the wall is... Then why did you even break the wall? Because the wall is far behind your gutter. But you see, somebody is just zealous, want to show powers, want to show that he's strong. The value of things. Even here, you don't know the value of a wall. If I ask you to go and build a wall, you say, (laughs) how am I going to do it? What should I do? How do I go about it? You don't know. You don't, it's not, you don't, somebody, you want to rent a house. They say, uh, it's 500 per month. Hey, it's too expensive. Hey, today there are a lot of houses. Every day somebody wants to just charge. Somebody, <laughs> you don't know the value. It's just one single room. No, one single and another room. You want to charge me 700. Why? Okay. Take your money away. And go and buy your own house. And go and build your own house. And when you start to ask for when they ask you one cement bag is 95 Ghana cities. Is it with transport or without transport? With transport. With transport. Ah. Uh, depends also on where they are taking it. God, they call uh, do do a also with traffic. He will say two cities for each bag. Sometimes five cities. Yes. You see. They will be charging you. That's why people don't build. When you go and even ask for the land, small plot of land. Now, when we came, this area was $20,000 to buy one plot. When we came, 19, uh, 2015. Today, a plot of land here is almost $100,000 in this area. Just on this road. If you even get. If you even get. And then when you get and the person has walled, then the price has also changed. And then when you wait and they finish the road, then you are finished. <laughs> because the value of a place or a house, it increases by the road that has been made, the gutter that has been made, um, even how people have moved to the area. When we came here, there was nobody here. We, there were no neighbors. It was bush. All here were bushes. All here, going as far. I remember one all night, I said, let's walk, do prayer walk and pray on the road. Hey, as we were going, uh, we couldn't see houses. We walked uh, before we got to communication estates. Before we saw houses. Very far. But Jesus, he knows the value of a soul. That if you put, come my dear. Is that Amy? Uh, Maiva, Maiva. Where's Amy? Where's your sister? Where's she? Ah, hey. You have done your hair in a different way. You see, stand up. Even she looks valuable. Because of her hair. She looks like some dadaba. She looks nice, beautiful. She looks like a proper soul. But Jesus says that this person that you see here, he's worth, if, 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 if let's say you put houses 
Not even houses is too much. It's like the whole world means that you own Ghana, you own Nigeria, okay, Africa, <laughs> you own America, you own everywhere. And then when you lose your soul, like when she dies and her soul, which is in her, goes to hell, what is the advantage? It's a useless thing. So he was trying to say that the person's value, the value of one person is higher, 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 higher than anything this world can afford you. Let me find another. Come, my boy. Yes, you. Yes, come. Fast, 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 fast. Beautiful. Come. Come. Now we are tall boy. Now Nancy Tisenia. Nancy say. Now Nancy Okay. You see, look at this one. Beautiful. If you went out there, met this guy, I mean, I don't know, do you have money? Huh? No. Like there's no money in your pocket. <laughs> How about it in the house? Let's see. 100 Ghana. Oh no. Huh? Oh no. 100 Ghana. Oh no. <laughs> don't worry. Don't worry. 50. I think so. I think so. And you didn't bring it to church. <laughs> like his whole wealth. I mean, your whole wealth, you have 5,000 Ghana. It's even funny to him for me to call an amount like five thousand. <laughs> he has never seen some before. Have you seen thousand, five thousand before? Yes. Five thousand. You have owned five thousand. But I saw it on my mother's phone. <laughs> he saw it on his mother's phone. <laughs> Just the figure. You saw five thousand Ghana in her momo. Yes. Her momo. Yes. But he himself has never seen one before. How old are you? 17. 17. No money. But if you went out there and spent your energies on such a person, what's your name? Solomon. Solomon. And you were able to. Are you a member of the church? Yes. How many years? Like four years. You've been in the church for four years? In this church? Yes. Lankwantana for four years. You are a dancer? Yes, please. So you joined the church when you were just 13, about 13? Yes, yes. Small boy, now you are tall. If you went out there and spent your money, your time, your intelligence, your ability to convince people, and brought this Solomon to this church, and established him in the church. It's like your work, your concern is him to bring him. What Jesus is saying is that you have won more than the world. But you see, because you don't have that value, when you see Solomon, when you see Solomon, he doesn't look like somebody who can belavedose you. So he's not a proper soul. He doesn't look like somebody who can employ you. So he doesn't look like a proper soul. But God is not looking about an employable person or an employee or an employer. He's not looking at a beloved or a husband. He's looking at the soul. The soul. 
But you see, one day, you'll be surprised that he will be a bishop. And that is why this month, I want to charge all of you in this service. Look, we have a lot of room for more souls. You see, everybody you see is a soul. And we have more room for more souls. And we are saying that this month, July, they are our twin months for fruitfulness. And we are going to ensure that there are many more Solomons. He may be young. He may be old. He may be rich. He may be poor. Are you a lawyer? What do you want to become? You don't have anything in yet. Yes. Nothing comes to your mind yet. Yes, please. Seventeen years. Um, person, I a doctor, cry. Now, baby, I have fun. Doctor, yeah, yeah. No. I have a footballer. I have stopped playing football. You stopped playing football. What about so? What about driver? What type of driver? <laughs> like driving like an ambassador or yes. that kind of driver but no uber driver that's why the songwriter says a soul is a soul and it's precious to God maybe maybe a lawyer maybe a doctor maybe a, a farmer it's a soul maybe a farmer or a teacher or a teacher Maybe young, maybe old, maybe rich, or maybe poor. But as a church, may our hearts be touched with the value of souls like Solomon and like Maiva. Whichever area you find yourself, there are souls there. And all of us, God is requiring us to bring a soul. Please clap for my two souls hey my time is finished Luke 13 6 says he spake also a parable say a certain man had a fig tree planted in his vineyard and he came and sought fruit thereon and found none then said he unto the dresser of his vineyard Behold, these three years I come seeking fruit on this fig tree and find none. Cut it down. Why cumbereth it the ground? And he answering said unto him, Lord, let it alone this year also, till I shall dig about it and dung it. And if it bear fruit, well. And if not, then after that, thou shalt cut it down. So, this little passage is where we end and we'll continue next week. But for you to just understand that God came to the land. He said the man came to the land. Three years he has been looking for fruit. He didn't find any fruit. Cut it down. Then the dresser came. It's like the pastor. 
please allow it to be around for one more year. One more year. Which means that God is expecting fruits and there's a time to it. God is expecting fruit and there's a time to it. And perhaps there's an intercessor somewhere saying that, allow him one more year. And by the end of the one year, when you assess it, if it hasn't brought forth good fruit, you can cut it down. So trees, who we are, are not being allowed to just stand free of charge. We must be fruit-bearing trees. Because there's a time limit to our allowance. I don't know what allowance God has given you. And I don't know what cutting down means. Maybe next week we'll discover what it means to say cut it down. What is the cutting down? But before we can be cut down, may we bring forth some good fruits of righteousness, of souls, 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 souls. You'll be coming with your five souls. You'll be coming with your three souls. You'll be coming with your one soul. But by all means, there must be some fruits in your life. You cannot just be a Christian and not bear fruits of souls in your life. You have to be involved in something that leads to the establishment and the winning of a soul. And when Christ shall appear, he will say unto you, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. God bless you. Stand to your feet. So what are we going to do? We are going to win more souls. What are we going to do? This week, you must be targeting some neighbors and some work colleagues. And you are going to tell them that this week, you are my target. I'm going to pray for you till you respond. I'm going to pray for you till I can lead you to Christ. I'm going to pray for you till I can bring you to church. And I'm going to pray for you till you are established in Christ. So that one day when I'm looking around, I can say that, ah, by the grace of God, I have begotten you through the gospel. And God will bless you. Lift your hand. Yes, Lord. Just pray for a few seconds. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Mora Mahandala Bakota Yanda. Lift your hand and pray and say, Lord, I want to be fruitful. I want to bear much fruit. I want my fruit to remain. I don't want to be a barren Christian. I don't want to be a eunuch in the house of God. I want to be fruitful in God. Blessed be God. Blessed be God. As every head is bowed and every eye closed, you are here today. You don't know Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior. I want to pray for you. I want to help you to give your life to Jesus. If you are here, somebody invited you. You've been going to church, but you know you are not serious. You want to give your life to Jesus. You want to start afresh. You want to be born again. You want to be serious. You want to go to heaven when you die. Wherever you are, please lift up your right hand so I can pray with you. Lift up your right hand. 
Lift up your right hand. Lift up. God bless you. I see your hand. Lift it up high. Anybody else here, lift it up. God bless you. Lift up your hand. God bless you. If you have lifted your hand, come to me right in front here. Come running. Come running. Come running to the mercy. Where Jesus is calling. Come quickly. His grace will be your covering. His love will flow freely. It will provide your healing. Come running to the mercy. Oh, come running. Come running. Come running. All right. Come. Beautiful. Lift up your two hands to heaven. Yes. What shall it profit a man if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? These are precious souls. And anybody who is involved in establishing them until Christ is established in them, oh yes, will be special to God. Say this prayer after me, Heavenly Father. I thank you for today. I come to you just as I am. Please forgive me for all my sins and wash me with your precious blood. Lord Jesus, I thank you for dying on the cross for me. From today, I belong to Jesus. I will serve Jesus for the rest of my days. Please write my name in the book of life. Please write my name in the book of life. I'm yours forever in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. It's time for communion. Welcome Archbishop to lead us in this communion very quickly. This is my body which was broken for you. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We are still in the midst and in the presence of God. You've been in the supernatural since the time you entered the church now you are swimming in the supernatural do you believe it I said do you believe it and if you don't believe it I'm telling you what the case is and so it's not as if God is now coming to do something some of you have received miracles but miracles are knocking on your door deliverance is knocking on your door as the word was coming the bible says that the evil spirits began to shout so we are just continuing we are still swimming i said we are swimming in the supernatural and now you want to take the communion take the body and lift it up and say lord thank you for the body thank you for the miracles that can happen because of this communion say i receive a miracle i receive healing I receive power in the name of Jesus, the body of Christ. Lift up the cup. This is the blood of Jesus. You are just about to reinforce a blood covenant with the Lord in the covenant there is healing and there is deliverance see by the blood they overcame 
as we take the communion this morning you are overcoming every negative situation in the name of jesus i said you are overcoming every negative situation in the name of jesus be it sickness be confusion you are overcoming by the blood say the blood of jesus drink it Just lift up your hands and make a declaration. Take advantage of the communion you just took. Declare that you are fruitful. I said declare you are fruitful. You are fruitful financially. You are fruitful in your relationship. You are fruitful in terms of repentance. Some of us need to repent. You are fruitful in repentance. You are fruitful in forgiveness. I said you will bear fruits of forgiveness. I said you will bear fruits of forgiveness. You are fruitful in forgiveness. In the name of Jesus. You are fruitful in the Lord. In the house of the Lord. You are valuable in the house of the Lord. I said you are valuable in the house of the Lord. You are fruitful concerning souls. In the name of Jesus. Lord we thank you for this miracle. In Jesus name. Amen. We have no doubt that you have received a blessing from the word of God preached by Bishop Eddie Addy. Do join either of our Victory Secret Services from the Macarius Church Headquarters, East Egon Hills, Accra, this and every Sunday at 7.30am and 10.30am. Connect with Bishop Eddie Addy on Facebook Live, YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter. God bless you and lead you in a series of victories.